Bienvenidos a la 10 Minute Tuesday. 10 minutos. Nice, dude. Bien, bien. I wasn't, I didn't know what you were doing there, but I like it. Yeah. No, I wanted to start out this uh, 10 Minute Tuesday by going into something very serious here. I uh, started doing calling lessons again now that season's over, and uh, I'm running into a lot of the same problems that everyone has while doing these calling lessons. No one's an awful caller by mm -hmm. any means, but all of these guys are saying that they blow their calls every day in their truck and they're just not getting any better. And I know that you've had this, I've had this, everybody's mm -hmm. had this. And so I wanted to go over some of the tips and tricks at how to actually get better at your calling. Yeah. Cause surprisingly, surprisingly just blowing your call doesn't make you better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like you have to know what to practice. And you, this is this is a great podcast because since you've been doing these again more regularly, but just in general, now you've taught a lot of people how to get better on their call mm -hmm. or help people get over a hump or whatever it may be. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. So why don't you, can you tell me a few of the things that like a lot of people have been having trouble with? Yeah. So I'm just going to go into the main things that everybody has problems with. And yeah. the first one is air, your air. So when you put the call up to your lips, whether it's a duck call or a goose call, however it pertains more so to goose calling, is people are using their top lip and they're covering half of the opening of the goose call. So what that does is you're only allowed 50% of your air through that goose call. So you're already losing mm -hmm. immediately. And so act like you're in love with someone of the same sex and put the whole thing in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like... You this is very hard for me to adjust to. Yeah, you have that. <clears throat> you have the outside of your lip, yep. and then you have the pink part of your lip. So like you would backwash into a water bottle, that's how you should be blowing your call. Hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know if I agree with I feel. I feel like... So like when I drink out of a water bottle... I put my oh, top lip there. Mean. Yeah, how you would backwash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to stop no yourself control. from... Yes. So you have no control of yeah, backwash right, into right. that water yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah, Lips around the outside edge of the bottle. Lips around how the outside edge. How little kids drink bottles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. More? Just don't know how to have control. <laughs> yeah. And then also keeping your tongue planted against the back row of your teeth, the bottom row of your teeth. I like can't get the mental image of a child. Why is it that every kid picks up a bottle of anything and puts their whole mouth around it and half the liquid goes into their throat mm. and then half of it goes right back in the bottle? I don't... It's the grossest thing ever. It's unbelievable. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> For sure. You know? But yeah, the second thing is to... Um, Keep that tongue planted against the back row of your teeth. So, so many people will say, I'm just trying to get this cadence down. I'm trying to get this down, but I can't get it to sound consistent. And one of the ways to get it consistent is to do it the same way every single time. You know how hard it is to do anything without your tongue planted? It's ridiculous, dude. It's like if you were bow hunting and you pull back the bow and you don't pull your arm back as far as you can... If you just pull mm -hmm. it halfway, mm -hmm. you don't know what halfway is exactly. Right. So if you are able to plant that tongue at the bottom row of your teeth and then leverage the front part of your tongue just above the tip yeah, or just behind the tip or the middle part of your tongue, now you have it planted and now you can build that muscle memory. Yeah. How many dudes have trouble with hot air versus cold air? 
uh, before the lesson, every single one. Yeah. How many guys get there though? Because for me, I, I still think there's like two, there's like three levels, right? There's like hot air, cold air. Then there's just like blend where you're like not fully into your, you know, gut, like really hot air. Uh, and it's, it's hard to get out of there. What do you mean? Pain cave, bro. Just you painful. Mean? It's like, yeah, one of the one of the biggest things for me, like, because I'm I'm not a great goose caller by any means. And so for me, like one of the things that's the most difficult to grasp is tone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of tone, you know, has there's some relation to amount of air, air pressure, and then, you know, obviously your voice inflection. And there's like that cold air obviously has a very certain sound, right? And then hot air kind of has a very, like, you can tell the tone has changed drastically. And when you nail the tone, like when you really get it, you know, there's like that upper echelon. There's like that tier of like, that really sounded good, you know, where that tone is just perfect. Then there's just like sync low where you like, if you're at 10 and it's perfect, you get back to like a seven. Like it's, you're not, you're not using cold air, you're using hot air but you just can't nail the voice inflection and like the amount of air you're supposed to use. Sure. What's the like best way to get through that barrier where you're, you're blowing a call. You don't sound like shit, but you're just missing that. Like, you know, that richness, that's not where you, it's not how you want it to sound. Yeah. You want it to get to another level. Yeah. So how I always teach people mm. is there's a good level in between cold, which sounds like this into the mic. Right. Mm-hmm. And then hot, which sounds like this. Uh, right. Like where you're grunting. Yep. Uh, uh. Yep. And so the way that I've taught everybody is you hum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my my throat is vibrating a little bit, my mouth is vibrating, and that's what you just have to practice is finding the in between between grunting and cold air. Yeah. And the best way I can describe it is humming. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not grunting, but you mm-hmm. can tell it has some hot air to it. Yeah. That's the way. That's actually interesting because, I mean, even thinking about it from that perspective, like basically you're just finding the right tone, mm-hmm. you know, in between. Yeah. And then I would say <clears throat> probably the other main part that nobody teaches, I've never heard someone else teach on it. It just kind of like popped in my head with a guy is tongue placement and so when you're doing certain notes like pressure notes it's a train quick spit spit note all those notes your tongue is starting at the roof of your mouth and dropping down so you're building pressure behind your tongue you're doing that Mm -hmm. and so it got me thinking all these guys trying to do the double cluck triple cluck all these special notes and um as i'm ripping through a cadence I'm thinking to myself, wow, my tongue is really not moving a lot, like at all. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm doing is my tongue is maybe eighth of an inch from the roof of my mouth. So when you're ripping on a cadence, you're going, when you're doing that, yep. you would think that someone's tongue in their mouth yeah, 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 is just all over. jumping up and down, up and down, up and down. No, not whatsoever. It's just finding where that tongue is comfortable in your mouth and where it still sounds good. Yeah. Good air presentation, and you're there. Yeah. You know? So when Kyle Jones or Joe Heinz or Scott Trinan is just absolutely wailing on a call, ask them next time. You see them at a show or something and be like, 
how much is your tongue really moving in your mouth? And they'll think about it and they'll go, not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So those are like the three or four main points that I've noticed in goose calling. And um, so then my question would be, you know, based on you saying that, which by the way, Nick definitely went through tongue placement with me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like people, you said that you haven't heard a lot of people teaching it. I'm sure if you like get a lesson from someone, they're going through it. Yeah. You just I mean meant, like on YouTube or like uh, online sure. resources or. Well, it's, I mean, people touch on tongue placement, but I had never heard it explained where you put your tongue super close to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. And you're able to run faster. Yeah. You know? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the question then becomes, right? Like if. If you're saying your tongue is barely moving, then what's changing so much? Is it your just your air pressure up and down, in and out? No. No. So all that's really happening is I'm stopping each note with my air and my tongue. Mm-hmm. Right. And so your you gotta, air pressure is staying the same? My air pressure is exactly the same. Straight through the whole run. Yeah, if I'm just wailing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll build up air. <sighs> That was all one breath. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's stopping each note is my tongue and me allowing the air to come out. Yeah. So the tongue is a valve, and I just turn it on and off on each and every single note. Yeah. But one more thing before we uh, close up this 10-Minute Tuesday and how to practice your calling. The other big one that I hear, especially with duck hunters here up north, we get a lot of shit for not being good duck callers Mm -hmm. because we get all the dung Dumb ducks. All the dung geese. All the dung geese and dung ducks. You know, long duck dung. Yeah. 16 candles, anybody? I just, um, I just watched it a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, sexy American girl. Oh, unbelievable. So Bonsai! <laughs> Dude, they're riding the exercise bike. <laughs> like, what? Unbelievable. Dude, that All movie right. is so good. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, duck calling. The number one thing that I noticed with duck callers is they sound like a kazoo or a party horn. And the way to stop that is to separate each and every note. So like a goose call, how I just explained it, people will build up all this pressure mm-hmm. and they will just stop the note with their tongue, go, ha, na, 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 na. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a duck call. Yeah. When in reality it should be, pop, 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 mm-hmm. pop, 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 pop. Yep. On every single note. Yep. And I guarantee you, you will sound so much better. So to practice it on your own in your truck, you blow like your greeting call. You start at the top. Three, 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 blind, 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 mice, 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 mice. Individual three, notes. Three, yep. blind, mice. And mm-hmm. you hold the pressure of the three, hold the pressure of the blind, hold the pressure of the mice. So you split it up. Yep. And then as you can as you go faster, you're still sp- splitting splitting up those notes. Wow. Wow. Having a stroke. Still splitting up those notes, but then when you go out into the field, you can do it faster. It sounds more like a real duck. Mhm. Mix it up. Mix it up. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Yep. Definitely helped me a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Those are like the main things that I've noticed in calling lessons. Yeah. You know. And get out of your damn head. People think way too hard about this oh, stuff, Oh, yeah, man. big time. Way too hard. And then, oh, I'm sorry. The final and last thing. When I'm teaching people, and I'm telling them, you're presenting your air wrong, you need to do it like this, 
then they will try to do the note and they will do it double clock, double clock, double clock, double clock, double clock. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you keep doing it one after another like that, you're not going to know what you did right or wrong. So in between you trying it, take a breath of air. So double clock, <sighs> double clock, <sighs> mm-hmm. double yeah. clock. And then like you, you yourself are not dumb, you know, so you will know when you've got it or not. However, when you're doing it a hundred times in a row as fast as you can trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. you're not going to know what you did right or wrong. Yeah. So just take it freaking slow. One thing, one thing I'll say before we close this up, uh, I worked quite a bit on my duck calling this past year. And again, I'm not, I'm not giving anyone lessons, um, <laughs> but I will say, I will say that uh, one thing that really helped me was just, I guess, realizing that it is truly like an instrument, right? If you're playing it a certain way and it sounds like shit, you should try playing it a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no parameters for if you, if it sounds bad and you're doing it and you're calling just like do something, even if you weren't taught to do it, you know, like there's nothing wrong with trying to make every sound that you can out of your duck call or your goose call and just trying to figure out like what sounds good, man, you know, like getting to a place where you feel like it sounds good and don't, yeah, just because you weren't taught to like try blowing it this way or that way or push too much air, like dude, try breaking over your call, like see, see how far you can push it each direction, like try and play with it. Well, and and to go further on that point, people are scared to sound like crap on their duck or goose call. However, <clears throat> if you don't push it to its limit on the high end or the low end, you don't know what you can do. And so, especially when we're doing lessons, I just tell people, blow a moan and then bring your tongue all the way up to the roof of your mouth till it sounds like crap. Yeah. When they're trying to do the train note. Yeah. You know? And it will take them like four or five times to like actually allow their tongue to do it. It's so ingrained in their brain not to sound like crap. Yeah. But the reality is you already sound like crap. You yeah. know, you might as well figure out what the limit of your call is. Right. And what your tongue can do. Like what that tongue do, bro. Yeah. You know? For sure. you musician, just, bro. Instead of just Get practicing creative. on your girlfriend, practice on your goose call, you know? Bang, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> boom. Unbelievable. Name All that right. movie. Boom. Ooh, I got a comment about saying unbelievable. I know. It is. <laughs> now, now I'm like hyper-focused on it. It's, it's awesome. All right. Unbelievable. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully it helped you out.